Welcome to Leading Behind the Scene. I'm your host, Gwendolyn Young, the go-to business and operations consultant for six-figure CEOs who are ready to greet their next level of growth. And I'm ready to share tools, strategies, and tips to help you excel in your business and your life. If you're a service-based entrepreneur, be sure to join me each Thursday. Find me on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. And don't forget to follow the show on your favorite podcast player so you never miss an episode. And if you love the content, leave me a rate and review. Now let's get into today's episode. Hey, beautiful people. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the show. I have a question for you. When was the last time you had a real candid conversation about being a mom and building a business at the same time? I know I haven't had one in a long time, which is why I'm so excited to talk to my special guest today. I believe mothers are the backbone of every family. They are the nurturers, the breadwinners, the nurses, the drivers, and so much more for their families. And no, I am not saying that fathers are not. So please do not come for me, okay? Just let me be great and celebrate moms right now, okay? Okay. Anywho, like I was saying, mothers are the bedrock. They bring life into the world. They sense the cries of an infant. They take care of you in sickness. They cheer for you when you win. And they always figure out a way to get you what you need and most times what you want as well. We need our mamas. So of course, as we talk about motherhood and entrepreneurship this month, I had to talk to my girl, Leah Bryant. Leah is my amazing podcast producer, y'all, who is typically behind the scenes. But the way she manages all the things and Ezra, who is the real reason I open Leah's newsletters every week. Okay, don't tell her I said that, though. (laughs) (laughs) I knew she had to come and share her tips for running a successful business while being a mom. So, Leah. Welcome to the other side of the show. Thank you, Gwendolyn, for having me step out from behind the scenes and be behind the mic. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited to talk to you guys. So why don't you introduce yourself and tell people a little bit about Leah? Sure. So as Gwendolyn said, my name is Leah Bryant, and I am the founder and CEO of Leah Bryant Co., We are a boutique agency where we help coaches, course creators, and consultants launch and manage their podcasts. I like to think that we offer a white glove service, providing virtual recording studios and doing all the work from after you hit record and you're done recording, then that's when the team and I step in and take care of everything else for your podcast and make sure that it is seamless and stress-free as possible while you get to focus on the things that you love to do like create content and focus on your clients and nurturing them. I haven't always been a podcast producer. I was actually a fraud investigator in the corporate world for 10 plus years. And I like to say that I was a fraud investigator turned podcast producer and then went from fighting crime to conquering ums and uhs. (laughs) Which is kind of the same thing. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. This is going to be so much fun. 
Leah and I were having so much fun behind the scenes before we went live, y'all. I just had to tell y'all that. I'm like, one day we're going to record these bloopers because it's always so much fun when Leah and I get together, if you cannot tell. So, Leah, let's get into it, okay? Yes. Why mompreneurship? What made you say, oh, let me add this to my already full plate of all the things right. and being a mom. And now I'm going to go and run a business. Like why mompreneurship? Yeah. So I think that from what I've gathered by talking to other moms is that some of us kind of feel a calling to do something in addition. Why not add more to our plates as a mother? And I had that calling of, I need a little something more. I felt like I had that strategic side of my brain that needed to be used. Not that you can't be strategic with toddlers. Every day is a strategy of something. <laughs> but I had to have something to kind of like occupy that portion of my brain. And I didn't want to necessarily go back to work because the whole reason why I left the corporate space was to like focus on motherhood and being a mom and raising a good human. And I was figuring out what's the best way to do that. And then kind of fell into the entrepreneurial space and it's just been really great. But I love it because it gives me the opportunity to have something of my own that I feel like I am being fulfilled because I love supporting people, right? I love helping others bring their dreams to life. And this affords me that every single day while being able to have that time with Ezra that I initially set out to have. So it's kind of like a win-win. I love that. So how do you create the time and keep the determination to like really make your business a success? It's all about, I know I say strategy an awful lot, but it's being very strategic, like with time, being a good time manager, being a good people manager, just being able to set boundaries too, just really focusing on the why, right? Like I know a lot of people talk about that, that anytime business gets hard or you question things, you're like, how can I do this? You really focus on your why. What really drives me to continue every day is because I'm doing it to spend more time with Ezra, to have the financial means to do something fun, you know, just to contribute in the family that way. So it's just, sorry, I lost my train of thought. It's okay. That's what happens. Right. I just edit that out. When you're a mom and an entrepreneur and a podcast producer, and now you have to talk in front of the camera instead of just being behind the camera. Like it happens. <laughs> so what's a typical day like for you as a mother and the founder of a business? So I I don't know if I want to say this out loud because <laughs> <laughs> my business coach. Well, that's what makes this podcast so great, Leah, is that we say the stuff that people don't normally say out loud. <laughs> I know, I know. So, you know, Part of that whole, I'm doing all of this for Ezra, right? So that I can spend time with him. That also means that I also make some sacrifices every single day. And sometimes that sacrifice comes in the form of maybe not sleeping as long as I'd like to. So I get up early in the morning and tackle the to-do list for the day. And then hang out with Ezra during the day, intermittently checking email and things like that. If I have to check in with the team, 
And then, like, after he goes to bed, like, hop back in and handle anything else that needs to be taken care of for the rest of the day. It's a balancing act, really, because I can get lost in the work because I love it so much. But then I just have to, like, keep reminding myself why I'm doing this again (laughs) for me to spend time with Ezra. So then that way, you know, I'd be able to kind of set those timers and have those time chunks that I do certain things during the day. So it's one of those things where you kind of set up your day like that. And that's what I do each and every day. Oh, I love that. It's kind of like, for me, I have like my top three, right? Like, what are the Mm -hmm. top three things that I absolutely have to knock out today? If nothing else gets done, at least these three things are off of the list. And they're typically, they're the higher priority things that absolutely have to be done. Exactly. And you're absolutely right, right? And I think this applies whether you have younger children, teenage children, older children, because things happen at all different stages right? as your kids are growing up, even when they're young adults. My kids are young adults. And so I always think like, I don't think really mompreneurship really applies to me, right? That's what I used to say. Because I'm like, they're all young adults. They're not little children. So I'm not like caring for somebody on a regular daily basis. However, as young adults, they have challenges with things sometimes. And sometimes as a mom, that pulls me in, you know, to either give them guidance or help them work through a situation or to be there for them when they're going through something. And so I guess it kind of still applies overall. And so what are some of those motherhood lessons that are applicable in the work that you do? Um, oh, that's a good question, Gwendolyn. Um, I do have to be, as a parent, you have to be firm in like your decisions, especially like in the stage that I'm in with a toddler. Yeah. Hey, mom, can I have ice cream before dinner? No, sir, you cannot. So like if a client's like, hey, Leah, can you meet outside of your designated hours? I have to also be firm in that too, right? So I have to respect yeah. not just how the relationship with Ezra and I, but I also have to be able to respect my relationship with my clients in the way that I have to hold those boundaries. And I think that standing firm in that, because I'm a people pleaser, and so it's very hard for me yeah. to say no to a client, but being able to have that with Ezra is <laughs> teaching me, he's teaching me, <laughs> even at a young age, <laughs> how to say no, but can we do this instead? You know, so, and then also just, Time management, too. You know, what I've learned being a mom is, especially during all these younger years, is being able to manage your time Mm. around nap times when you have to eat and all that good stuff, right? As an adult, like, if I eat now or 10 hours from now, it's on me. But, like, I have to manage my time better with him because he can't wait 10 hours to eat. So being able to... He will be very cranky. I mean, he could he could wait technically, but he might be very cranky and your house might be in an uproar and a hot mess by the time it's over with. Yes. So it's probably just not a good thing to do. Right? Yes, yes, yes. So like that time management and, you know, and that transitions into having those time management skills with my workload and It's not just me. It's also the team of 13 women that I work with and Mm -hmm. the 20 plus clients that we service. So it's a lot of moving pieces that we have to be able to manage day in and day out. I love that. So we've got being really great at saying no and setting boundaries Mm -hmm. and managing our time, which is super critical. 
you know, you talked a lot about strategy. So what would be your best strategy you think that really helps you to balance it all? Because that is a lot of moving pieces. You've got the team, you've got the clients, you've got Ezra. And let me tell you guys, you haven't met Ezra, but let me just tell you, Ezra is like my guy. Okay. Because I literally open up the newsletter every week simply because I am looking for Ezra's story (laughs) of something in this newsletter. Okay. It's like, I just want to know what cute little photo am I going to see of Ezra because he is always doing something that is like super silly that makes me laugh. He makes these crazy faces (laughs) that just tickle my soul every (laughs) single time I see him. And so I'm like, what is Ezra into this week? I feel like I am part of Ezra's life. I'm like, (laughs) I know when Ezra lost his first tooth. (laughs) I know when Ezra caught his first fish. I'm like... What is Ezra doing this week? Because I need to know. Ezra's out here living his best life. He really is. So how are you balancing all of this? Because Ezra seems like he is like a busy one. Oh, goodness. You know, lots of prayer. (laughs) 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 I got to lean into the Lord for the strength most days because he is busy. (laughs) But in all seriousness, I do really well when think about my day holistically And then break it down really quick in the morning. That kind of like helps me manage each and every day. Literally, I live and breathe by a paper. (laughs) All these digital people are going to come for me. I live and breathe by a paper calendar. (laughs) Or I like (laughs) write everything. I know. I'm old school, Gwendolyn. I'm old school. I got to break it to the paper. Oh, my gosh. Just write everything down, right? Like, what needs to be done for the business? If there's things that Ezra that we have planned to do, I just write it all down. And that way it's always in front of me and I have it, <laughs> I have it with me. Someday I'll go digital. Someday. Oh, but <laughs> my right gosh. now it's not. That's a whole different conversation we're going to have to have, Leah, because I am over here <laughs> trying to imagine if my life was managed by a paper <laughs> calendar, I would probably be nowhere at no time doing absolutely nothing because I would be like, where is it? Where is it? (laughs) Oh my gosh. So that's pretty cool though, because you found something that works for you. Right. And you're sticking to it. And so I love that. I could never do a paper calendar. So (laughs) kudos to you. And I just might try to peer pressure you into coming into the digital space. (laughs) Do it. Please do it. (laughs) So A quick question before, actually, I lied. It's going to be two questions. So the first one is like, how many times a week does your self-care activities get treated with the same importance as your obligations as entrepreneur and mom? Oh, (laughs) Um, well, this is something I'm working on. You know, it's interesting. I just had this conversation the other day with another podcast producer, but As mothers, as entrepreneurs, we're really good at putting everyone else first and making sure that everyone else is taken care of. And then maybe at the end of the day, we'll think about ourselves. Facts. You know, I might take five or 20 minutes in the morning to like just breathe. It's something that I'm really trying to work on more is focusing on And telling myself that it's not selfish to work on self-care because I think as mothers, sometimes 
we can think that it's selfish to take that time for ourselves when we can be doing the 1400 things on our list. But what we have to realize at the end of the day is that self-care isn't being selfish. It's actually helping everyone else by helping us first. Yes. I have heard you say this many of times, right? Like if we don't fill our cups up first, then how are we supposed to fill up the cups of others? I am a huge advocate of that. I was actually earlier today in a coaching call that I'd host in a coaching community is I did a check-in, right, with everybody. Like, how are you? And I don't want the surface answer, mm-hmm. right? Because none of this works, right? Like none of this works in entrepreneurship if you are not okay. Yes. And so we have to get used to making sure that we prioritize our self-care and our own well-being at the top of that list because none of it works. None of it matters if you're not okay. Not being a mom, not being a founder, not being an entrepreneur, not anything. It's not going to matter if you are not okay. It's so true because that can lead to burnout and not just... Yes. You no, know, just burnout like with business, burnout with just being needed all the time. And I'm not saying that in a negative connotation. And I'm finally learning this after many, many years that we have to really, like you said, just focus on us for a moment. What do we need in order to help us be refreshed, take a minute, yes. breathe, do something fun that we like to do, right? That's outside of work. Even though I enjoy yes. being a podcast producer, I also have other things that I enjoy. Like I love to bake. So, you know, I'll take a minute and I'll bake something for someone and That'll be like a form of my self-care because it's, you know, making me happy yeah. in return. I love that. So I love that you're being intentional about that. Yeah. So for the mompreneur out there or the aspiring mompreneur who's considering entrepreneurship, but not really sure that she can do it, what would you say to her? There's a reason why entrepreneurship was placed in your heart whether you believe in God or higher power, whatever that may be, you know, there's a reason why it was placed there. It's because you're being called to to do something in order to help someone else. And in a small way, that's also going to fulfill you too. So I always kind of divert back to pray about it. You know, like if it's being placed on your heart, it's being placed there for a reason. And just have faith and believe in yourself. I know sometimes... As mothers, we're like, oh, can we do it all? Yes, we can. Every day, women are out there Mm -hmm. doing it all. And I think it's important to remember that and Mm -hmm. not get stuck in the self-doubt and the imposter syndrome and all the other things that are out there. Just take a minute, believe in yourself, focus on what it is that you want to do, and just go for it. Because guess what? At the end of the day, if you fail... That's okay, because when we fall, we get back up and we keep going. Oh, I love that. Leah, thank you so much for being a part of the show today and coming from behind the mic to in front of the mic. I so appreciate you. So appreciate you. Gwendolyn, thank you so much for having me step out from behind the scenes. Yes. It's a pleasure. So beautiful people, thank you so much for joining us and for all of my budding mompreneurs If there is a business that you want to launch and it solves a problem and you have a market for it, then go for it. Don't hesitate. Just go for it. 
So before we head out, I love it if you could hit like and share it with anyone else you think might enjoy it too. And be sure to leave a comment and tell me what your key takeaway was. If you have any questions or tips or experiences you would like to share, be sure to share them in the comments and we will be happy to engage with you. Leah, tell the beautiful people how they can connect with you because somebody out there might be wanting to launch a podcast. Yes, I would love it. Even if you just want to chat, I love chatting with anybody and everybody about all the things. So you can find me on Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook for Leah Bryant Co. Um, Instagram specifically, I'm super active there is at Leah Bryant underscore Co. And I'm active also on LinkedIn and it's just Leah Bryant. You can also go to my website, leahbryantco.com, and I have all kinds of resources there available for you, Um, whether you're a budding podcaster or you've been doing this for a while. I'm sure there is something there that will suit your needs or be able to answer questions. Awesome. Thank you for tuning in, everybody, and I'll see you next week for another segment of Leading Behind the Scenes. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of Leading Behind the Scene. I hope you found some encouragement or helpful information today to help move your business and or your life forward. If you have a specific topic you'd like me to talk about or guests you'd like me to have on the show, feel free to send me a DM on Instagram, Facebook, or LinkedIn. I love connecting with my listeners. Also, be sure to follow the podcast so you never miss an episode and leave me a rating review. I'll see you next week.